Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Easy Peasy Show brought to you by Sonic. You can listen to every episode of the Easy Peasy Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or anywhere else you usually listen to your podcast on. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Now let's get into the episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Easy Peasy Show. Um, we're going to cover some college football and NFL coming up this weekend. Maybe uh, cover some NBA now that it's started. Uh, we can go ahead and start with college football, though. After yep. I pull up the schedule, uh, or less Peyton, if you have the schedule already pulled up, you're uh, more of a residential college football guy. So, I'm pulling it up now. I got, we got a couple big games though. I looked at it earlier. Um, <clears throat> obviously, got the two games going on right now: Syracuse and Virginia Tech, and Georgia Southern, Georgia State. Not super interested in those games. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna be completely honest with you, um, yeah, I know, I know. But uh, moving on to the Saturday slate. The morning games, really the – I have two that I kind of have circled. Um, the first one you might be questioning why I have it circled, but I think it's a little bit of an intriguing game. You got number six, Oklahoma, going to Kansas. Um, now, I'm not sure if Jalen Daniels is going to be playing for uh, Kansas. Not Jaden, Jalen. of Jalen Daniels. <laughs> yes. Um, no, that's but that is an interesting game. Kansas coming. I mean, they've they've kind of gone on a skate lately. They've, I mean, they've lost two of their last three to Texas and to Oklahoma State. Unfortunate, but, but they beat the breaks off of UCF. Let's uh, go. Two weeks ago. So, and if y'all remember correctly, Oklahoma kind of struggled against UCF last week. Um. Really haven't put a whole lot of points up on the board in, in Big 12 play aside from the, the game against Iowa State. And I think that was a lot of self-inflicted mistakes by Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Um, they really haven't looked that impressive in Big 12 play. So I, I, I do circle this matchup as kind of intriguing. I know that number six next to Oklahoma's name is, you know, a lot of people like, you know, they're going to get some they're going to get some hype being undefeated in the number six team in the country. But I wouldn't sleep on Kansas in this game. Does that mean Kansas is going to win? Uh, no, absolutely not. Let me look at the spread. The spread is OU by nine, and I think I think they do end up covering, but I wouldn't be surprised if Kansas is in this game late. Yeah, like you said, uh, overall it's probably going to be a competitive game. So yeah, that's a that's a good one you circled. I, mean, I am curious to know what the other one is you circled though for these morning games. Uh, it's not so much like a. It's not so much for a good game. It's more for my sicko game of the of the week. But that would be South Carolina at Texas A and M, or Maryland at Northwestern, or UConn at Boston College, or UMass at Army. All of those are just sick, sick mm-hmm. games. But uh, yeah. Um, South Carolina A and M is a little bit intriguing to me, just because both teams kind of underperforming yet again this year. Shocker, I know. Um. Both teams trying to trying to turn the turn the tides on their season a and and really their program, so um, I think that's a big game for both of those coaches. Yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, you know you said sicko, but yeah, it's definitely one to watch. Oh yeah, it's still going to be a sicko game. Don't get me wrong, but yes, it's um definitely one to watch. Really, not too many interesting morning games going on. You know, there's no. usually this one banger. At least it has been the past few weeks. I feel like there's like um. Always oh, that like random good game that's on in the morning, but I guess yeah, Florida sure State we'll... and Wake Forest will be highlighted, and Oklahoma and Kansas will probably be highlighted too. 
Yeah. I don't know about any of the other games. I imagine South Carolina and Texas A&M. Yeah, I, I got to see it now. That's on ESPN. Maybe but... Case. Maybe. Oh, no. K-State and Houston's on ESPN, too. Maybe. Yeah. West Virginia and UCF. That's a sneaky, decent game. But moving on to my afternoon slate. Um, Georgia at Florida. Always a great game between those two teams. Obviously, rivalry. Um, I do have Georgia winning and probably winning a little bit big there. Um. BYU, I mean, not BYU, Oregon at Utah, number eight versus number 13. Uh, that is a massive game. I think college mm-hmm. game day. Yeah, especially if, especially if Cam Rising plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cam Rising ain't playing, boys and girls. Screw him for making me look like a fool all year. But, yeah, he ain't, he ain't going to be there. <laughs> so, um, props to the Utah coaches for finally figuring out that their injured player can't play. But – yeah, one so, step at hey, a time. Not for him, apparently. <laughs> um, Everyone for everyone but Cam Rising. Everybody but Cam Rising is walking right now. <laughs> anyway, that game, man, it's really tough. Uh, mm-hmm. Utah's got the you know great defense, um, but so does Oregon. I'm really conflicted on this game. I think being at Utah, if it was at Oregon, I would, I wouldn't. You yeah, know, I wouldn't even question it. Yeah, that's my thing too. Is Utah's home field advantage? Yeah. Um, like I said, I wouldn't even hesitate if it was at if it was at Oregon. But mm-hmm. oh, Utah's a tough place to play. It is shockingly. Um, but who would have yeah, ever no, thought? It's really not the biggest stadium either. But Mm-mm. it's just I don't know. Those fans really go crazy over you. Utah football, so props to them for giving them such a home field advantage. But I think I'm gonna still go Oregon in this one. Um, I think I think they're just really good this year, mm-hmm. and their defense is is also very good, and their offense is a lot better than Utah. So I would I would say. Yeah, I gotta agree with you there. I'm gonna have a slight edge for Oregon. Yeah. Um, moving on from there. Think Duke at Louisville. I, I don't know if Riley Leonard's going to play in this game or not. I, I it, that's going to be my new rule. I'm not going to be speculating whether or not quarterbacks are going to play uh, for the rest of the year. Anyway, um, if Riley Leonard plays, I think Duke rolls in this one. If if he doesn't play, I think Louisville rolls. Yeah, I think. I mean, it, it, it hinges on if he's playing or not. Absolutely. Because, I, I mean, I don't know if you were watching that game uh, last weekend against Florida State, but, man, when he came out the game, it was – I mean, it devastated Duke. And their quarterback play was very, very bad after Leonard went out. Yeah, um, I wasn't able to watch it, sadly. But I do know how much he means to the team. Um, like I said, it surprises me how often – we see one player matter in these college, uh, to these college teams, I should say. That's I'm just so used to NFL, where it's like even if your starting quarterback goes down, you still got a um, puncher's chance at winning. Not so much in college though, but um, yeah, Louisville has impressed me this season. I can't. Yeah, lie. Louisville Uh-oh. was definitely not a bad team. Uh huh. Not at yeah, all. They're they're not a team to just. Uh, I mean, they beat they beat a good Notre Dame team this year. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean. They're ranked higher than Duke for a reason, but I still – just depends. Let me see. I wonder if they have – if Riley Leonard's going to play. Uh, let me look up 
Riley Leonard online. Can't wait to see you type in Riley and read to be the first thing that pops up. Okay. All right. All right. No, not that Riley. I'm just kidding. Aggravated his high ankle sprain against the Florida State Seminoles. Um, he's day to day. He's dead. No, he's day to day. Oh, like Anthony Davis. Mm. Speaking of, I believe he plays tonight. Anyway, moving on from there, this is the true, like, no doubt about it, the sicko bowl of the week for me. Mississippi State at Auburn. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my goodness. If you're if you're a true sicko fan, this is the game to watch. You're gonna love it. It's gonna be sick. It's gonna be horrible. Um you better tune in to the SEC network at two thirty because this one's gonna be good. <laughs> and by good I mean horrible. Yes, sicko good. Mm. So, yep, that's going to be my my sicko game of the week, without a doubt. There, um, both teams are horrible; mm. <laughs> they're just terrible. Um, so yeah. Anyway, going on from there, uh, I think that's that's about it. On a well, you got Tennessee at Kentucky. I think that's a that's a pretty good game. Obviously, some of the luster from Kentucky is kind of worn off since that win against Florida. Um, but they're still a good team, I think. Mm. But I still think Tennessee wins that game. Nice. I'm sure you um, – I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt you here, but I just opened up Twitter to see something from on three or one. However, I'm not sure how they say it. But um, <laughs> anyways, some offensive tackle flipped to LSU. I'm sure you probably already saw it. Uh, I did not. What's his name? Uh, Weston Davis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was kind of a, a a candidate to flip for a while now. Yeah, so. well, I guess he had enough of Texas A&M shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, thank God. The dude's pretty good. So, um, well, welcome Weston Davis to to the, uh, the shit show. <laughs> yep. Yeah, um, it's going to be fun. Yeah, hopefully we can get Traylon Miller now. But anyway, that that that's a, a different story for another day. And ooh, I have uh, ooh, I need I need Michigan to just get rammed by these uh these che- this cheating scandal. I need it. I need it. Let it happen so after this season. I have them as a championship favorite. So let's let's. Oh let's no, I don't care them. if they win the championship this year or not. Um, mm, I got money on them, so. I got the uh, I got the car note riding on them. Mm. So <laughs> LSU and, and Michigan are competing for the top quarterback in the twenty twenty five class. <laughs> You're gonna say competing for most scandals or something? I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's good, but no. Continue. I'm sorry. Um, but he is from Michigan, but he's come down to LSU with his family. I think like five times. So Dang. yeah, he I, he. Must really like he LSU. Was, he, well, what position does he play? Quarterback. Oh, I was gonna say if he's a big boy, he probably just likes the food. But yeah, he might just. Oh no, I'm not gonna say it. Never mind. Mm. Anyway, yeah, I need I need uh, these 
these sanctions to come down hard on Michigan. Like, <laughs> really, really hard, if you catch my drift. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> um, moving on from that game, I think the Colorado-UCLA game is going to be an intriguing matchup. Um, mm-hmm. I hate to keep putting Colorado out there, but this one really is like an intriguing matchup just because of the fact that Colorado has a great offense but no defense. But UCLA, on the flip side, has no offense but a ton of defense. So, mm-hmm. ooh, it's the immovable object versus the unstoppable uh, force. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. As long as Stanford ain't playing, uh, Colorado should be good. But I think, yeah. I think UCLA still wins this one. I agree. I agree. Um, actually, somebody told me today, I believe they're still the number one defense in the Pac-12. I could be wrong there. Do you, do you happen to know that? I don't. Well, anyway, I think they're definitely up there in the in the Pac in defensive standards. Other than that, I mean, not not many other great games going on. Uh, I guess congrats to James Madison for being ranked now. Uh, they they take on Old Dominion. I think they should roll in that one. Old. They, James Madison, dude, they're they're really good. They they had a really good year last year, and uh, they're having another really solid year this year. It really sucks that they can't make a bowl game. Yeah. Oh well. It's so stupid, honestly. Womp womp. Yeah, I guess, but I I I just don't. I guess I don't understand why they they're not allowed to play in a bowl game, but whatever. It's got to be a race thing for the NCAA, let's be honest. Probably. No, the worst they, organization in the United States so next to the if IRS. You're if you're unfamiliar with James Madison, they just moved up from the FCS. Last year was their first year in the FBS. And the NCAA is essentially punishing them for being in the FCS and wanting to better themselves. That's crazy. I mean, it, it really is. Like, yeah, there's no reason for them not to make a bowl game. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. I think it has. I mean, obviously it has something to do with money, but. Oh, yeah. Always does. Yeah. It's just ridiculous, though. Anyway, um, that's all I got for college football. I'll, I'll turn it over to you. I don't know if you want to cover NFL, NBA, whatever you want to cover. Yeah, well, we can cover NFL, stay in the football family, then move over to basketball. Um, interesting schedule for week eight of the NFL. Uh, Tampa Bay and Buffalo are playing right now. I believe Buffalo. Uh, actually, I don't have the score in front of me, so I really don't know. Oh, I just have to assume they're still doing good. Um, yeah, let me know. Let me know what you find out. Seventeen to ten. Buccaneers had the ball. Second and four. The Buffalo forty-two with forty-five, forty-seven seconds left in the second. Nice. I'm assuming Buffalo's up. Seventeen to ten. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, cool. That's a higher scoring game than I expected. Anyways, um, let's see. I'll just go ahead and get the sicko game uh, of the week out of the way. And Peyton, I know you said we um, wouldn't mention this team anymore on this podcast, but sorry. Uh, the New Orleans Saints uh, going to Indianapolis to play the Colts. Um, Minshew versus Carr. Um yeah, no, this isn't, you know, years ago, Jaguars versus Raiders. This is today, 2023, Colts versus Saints. And uh, what should be an interesting game? Um, Colts have been 
showing they kind of have a high-powered offense. You know, they got some good weapons on the offensive side, even with Anthony Richardson out for the season after having having his surgery. Uh, Minshew Mania is back at it, taking care of business. Uh, New Orleans defense looks to slow them down because we know the offense for New Orleans ain't going to do much. But, um, yeah, I don't know. This could go one of two ways, either very high scoring or very low scoring. It's uh, It ain't going to be pretty. I'm not going to bother to give a prediction prediction on the game because i just i just truly don't know but and um yeah it should be a nice sick one to watch should be a nice one to watch for the sickos i should say um yeah it ain't gonna be pretty and i'll move on because i know you ain't gonna want to talk about the saints um new york versus new york battle of new york uh jets at the giants not that that matters but i thought um, that happened 12 years ago what i mean 22 years ago what happened 22 years ago? The Battle of New York. Mm. You have to explain. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, that's what I thought. Anyways, Jets versus <laughs> Giants should be another sicko bowl. I don't even know if Daniel Jones is healthy yet or not. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I guess it does. I guess it does. Tyra Taylor's been playing pretty good. And it's for the time Tyra. being. Yeah, I know. That's what's, I don't know. The Giants don't think so for some reason. Anyways, um, yeah, the Daniel Jones. Tyrod Taylor's ever been on think so, but they. <laughs> I don't get it, dude. Me neither. I remember the good old days. He was a backup to Joe Flacco. That was um, that was fun as a Ravens fan. Um, let's see. Mm, I don't know, dude. Flacco's elite. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyways, uh, that should be a good one to watch. Uh, probably another low-scoring game. Uh, I have to imagine the Jets are going to pull it out. Might as well just call this a neutral site. You know, just the fact, you know, New York at New York. I mean, what are you going to do? Anyways, um, you know, there's really not too many, like, close, interesting games. Actually, I will say the Cincinnati and San Francisco game going on in the afternoon should be a fun one to watch. Um, San Francisco still banged up with a lot of injuries. Brock Purdy news of um, him being concussion protocol, which means Sam Darnold may be stepping up to the mm-hmm. plate to be the starting quarterback, which, if I'm being honest, is kind of a lateral move <laughs> going from Brock Purdy to Sam Darnold. I can't lie. Um, I don't know who people think Brock Purdy is, but he, he ain't what they're thinking he is. That's Brock Purdy, boy. Yeah, Brock anyways. Like um, yep. Yeah. Uh, so it should be that should be an interesting game. You have to imagine Cincinnati, um, even though they're at 500 on the year, you still have to imagine they're trying to look to kind of right their ship. It's um, you know, it's not sinking quickly anymore, but it's still you know, it's still got some water in the ship they're trying to shovel out. So, so um, San Francisco, a very tough opponent, should be um very interesting to see if the Cincinnati offense can get going against a stout San Francisco defense. Um. Any other interesting games? I don't think so. I mean, you guess you could say Minnesota at Green Bay, just because you know the rivalry there. But, um, I guess, but yeah, I don't know. Green Bay. I don't know. How, how, I don't really haven't really kept up with Green Bay too much this season. I know Jordan Love is like, you know, here or there as far as production goes. Yeah, um, it just depends what version of Jordan Love you get that day, or right. per, it's more so on like a quarter to quarter basis. <laughs> Drive to drive. He's like two faced. He flips a coin before he goes out there and says, Okay. <laughs> he just he decides what quarterback he's gonna be. Exactly. And um 
Yeah, that's all I have for NFL. Um, real quickly, I can cover F1 because they got another race going on this weekend. And, um, yeah, you know, I'm not sure if I covered the news last week or not, but a couple of drivers got disqualified after finishing on the podium for some um, illegal stuff going on in the bottom of the car. Anyways, oh, uh, yeah. No, uh, you know, he was okay. You know, he drives. He's the good driver for a reason. Um, he's got to be cheating somehow. No, he's just Max Verstappen. Can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, F1's going to be racing in Mexico. Uh, Sergio Perez's home race of Red Bull. So it should be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, I think they got a uh, news came out today. Verstappen's got to get bodyguards and stuff. And I'm sure the Red Bull, um, not the principal, I guess the owner, um, has to probably get bodyguards too, I imagine, after all the racist thing he says about um, the Mexican driver. So, yeah, it should be an interesting weekend. Um, I have to imagine uh, Checo is going to do his best to get on the podium in his home uh, his home race again. But also have to imagine Max Verstappen just gets another win here. Shocker. And um, if with that being... Race. If he finishes the race? Yeah. What's that supposed to mean? Did you say he needs bodyguards? Yeah, but I mean, what you think? Like, there's gonna be like, like a secret service vehicles following him on the track. No, I'm thinking that somebody's gonna kill him. No, I think people are just Not gonna be trying to throw stuff at him. You know how Mexicans are; they always just be throwing stuff in sporting events yeah, at people they don't like. Um, yeah, it's a tradition. That's why that's the USA. Um, USA UFC never goes back there. But yeah. they, didn't they even have like Mexican night in um in America or something and like yeah. <laughs> crazy, not really. But anyway, so move on to NBA. The NBA season has finally started. Um, Woo-hoo. you know, and NHL season too. I know we don't talk much about NHL, but we'll wait till the season starts ramping up a little bit more to get into further details about that. Um, anyways, yep, NBA is underway. Uh. You know, I'd imagine probably every night we make a podcast, there's going to be some uh, games going on. But um, opening night, which was Wednesday the 25th, um, remind me which teams played, if you remember, Peyton. Um, Celtics. I want to say it was. No, it wasn't the Celtics, mm, was it? Yeah, I was supposed to say, hold on now. I say Wednesday, but it was actually Tuesday. They uh, kicked off kicked off the season. It was, uh, I'm sorry, it was the Lakers at Nuggets and um, the Suns at the Warriors. Um, you know, no surprise, Denver kind of wallops, uh, Los Angeles. The bigger news coming out of that game, LeBron James, um, I say big news, but I mean, it's just, well, he's you know, 39 years old, almost 40, something like that. And, um, shocker, he's been put on a minutes restriction. So now the Lakers are going to be relying on Anthony Davis to kind of carry this team, you know, through the highs and lows during the games. And oh. he didn't show much. Yeah, I was about to say. We know his Pelicans fans, um, good player, but he can't quite hoist a team on his own shoulders. Um, and, you know, he if he tries to, yeah, I don't know, he's probably going to injure his shoulders and then request a trade. But um, oh, folks. anyways, go ahead. That's all, folks. Oh, uh, yep. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, the reigning champions uh, beat Los Angeles at their home court to start off the NBA season and following – uh, Phoenix goes into Golden State. Phoenix gets a uh, slight win, slight win, a close win over Golden State, one hundred eight to one hundred four. Devin Booker at thirty two points to start off the season. Um, and gets hurt, huh? 
Uh, I don't know. Did he? I think he's questionable. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, yeah. With that, is that really surprising? A star being questionable mm-hmm. for the next game. Anyways, um, I think he'll be okay in the long long run. I mean, to my knowledge, he finished the game. I don't know. Anyways, but um, so far he wasn't this week's highest scorer though, even with thirty-two points. Uh, that award goes to Cam Thomas to the Brooklyn Nets, LSU product. Um, very close game there, Cleveland at Brooklyn. It um, came down to the last couple minutes. Brooklyn kind of had a mini meltdown. I think they were like up by like five or six at one point. Pretty close to the end of the game. Cleveland came back and won off of Donovan, Donovan Mitchell going crazy. Sure. But, um, yeah, I know, but he wasn't even the highest scorer on the team. Max Struess was. Um, yeah, Miami Heat. Womp womp. And, um, speaking of Miami Heat, they won their game by one point against Detroit. Um, kind of a sketchy win, especially in Miami. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. Miami's gonna be like I said, one of those teams to watch this year. I know, like I said, they made a pretty good run last season, but you know, here we are now. It's a different Miami. Where um should be interesting. Um, any other interesting games? Uh, okay, Sacramento, so pretty good except for Chet. <laughs> yeah, Chet getting his um. Getting demolished by um, Andre Drummond. I said demolished, but getting his um skinny uh, twig legs crossed up by Andre Drummond. That was a fun sight to see. That was interesting. That was very very fun to watch. But um yeah, Oklahoma said he looked good. Like I said the young core, Shea Gilgis Alexander doing his thing. Um, I'm not sure how many free throws he got. I have to imagine it was a good bit. If he had free 31 points, he, I guess he had 31 uh, free throws, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's guy. I mean, it's safe to. I'd be willing to bet that was the case. Yes. And um, anyways, um, Wimby, Wimby's debut. Um, he got in foul trouble early, if I'm not mistaken, and didn't. His, you know, his stat line didn't jump off the uh, page, but you know, like 15 points and I don't know what nine boards. I'm really not sure what he had. It all uh, wasn't all that impressive, regardless. But like I said, that just that was just due to him being in foul trouble. Um, Dallas is able to pull out the win there, one twenty six to one nineteen. Um, Trailed for a lot of that game though. Yep, yeah, yeah. But I said the better team usually ends up winning. So yeah, I was actually um, at the gym this morning watching it. Oh, nice. I don't at the gym. Nice. I don't remember asking, but nice. Um, let's see. Indiana looked really good, uh, winning twenty three against Washington. Then again, you know Washington is Washington, so I'm not sure how much stake you put into that. Um, another team that looked really good, Orlando, uh, winning 116-86 to 86 against Houston. Um, yeah, like so, we, I mean, we know Houston, young team, uh, still rebuilding, trying to figure things out, uh, what's going on there. Um, didn't look too good uh, defensively or offensively in the first game, but um, you have to imagine a young team, uh, they're probably not going to look good most games, but they're going to show flashes of what they can truly, what they truly can be. Uh, every now and then, just you better hope it doesn't happen against your team, you know, or or you look bad. But um, yeah, that about does it for NBA. Uh, we didn't cover Dan every Lillard, single game, but Dame Lillard's got twenty five right now. Oh, nice! I saw he had twenty one and a half. Yeah, um, but he's only two of seven from three. <laughs> nice. Yeah, twenty one and a half. What what what's the game at right now? Ninety four, eighty eight. Nine minutes, twenty seconds left in the fourth. Whew, gee, nice. Four points in one half. Good for him. Um, that's a winner right there. At least he had 21 points in one half, I guess, you know, the, um, on the flip side of the coin, on the other side of the coin, I should say. Shocker. But, um, let's see. No UFC this weekend, so 
we get a little bit of a break from that, but they will it will return next weekend. I believe Derek Lewis will be headlining. Yeah, on Mate Almeida, Meta, Mida. Mm-hmm. But obviously some bad news on the USC front as um our boy John Jones. I can't remember exactly what he tore, but he tore something in his shoulder. Um just an awful, awful, awful. I thought he tore his peck. Did he tore his tear his peck? I, I thought know, he I tore a know. ligament in his shoulder. Oh, let me go watch that one Dana White video where he's always overly excited talking about fights. Now you know whatever he says. If you didn't know, now you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would just really disappointing. I mean, John Jones obviously not getting any younger. Stipe not getting any younger. Um, lot a lot of rumors suggesting this was John Jones' retirement fight. Um, Obviously, I would let him announce that himself. But, man, it really sucks to see him go down there. That's about an eight-month recovery, I believe. Tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, that's a significant injury. Um, so you don't ever know how he's going to come back either, which is just awful to hear. But, you know, Stipe also pulled from the card. You got to think that. You got to think Dana wants to make that fight happen still, but if he's making an interim championship fight with uh, Pavlovich and Ospinel, what? How does John Jones come back? Does he just fight Stipe and that's it? Is he not fighting for the belt? Like I don't, I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand either. I'm not sure what Dana White was kind of thinking right there, but uh, here we are. Uh, you know, I think Dana White. You know, just wants to get things moving. Uh, John Jones doesn't want to give up the belt. So, you know, what you got to do to start just create the interim championship. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I really don't know. Like I said, the heavyweight division's got to keep moving, though. So, this is Dana White's temporary solution. And, you know, Stipe probably only wants one fight and one fight only, I guess. I don't know. I really don't know. I say that, but I really don't think. Yeah, um, but if, you, if you're making an interim fight wouldn't you have to unify the belts when they come back i don't know i don't know it's confusing mm-hmm. yeah no i get it i get it i have no idea though i really don't but yeah that's um it's a shame i said none of these ufc i get we all kind of um expected none of these ufc cards would stay together uh you know sometimes they're too good to be true you yep. know um still an exciting new main event i guess with the uh, light heavyweight still gonna be going at it and ospinal yeah. probably this is gonna be a really good fight too but it's not it's not jones mm, yeah i know i know it's unfortunate oh, i mean well. if y'all if y'all have heard uh, if y'all have listened to this podcast before, you know Zach and I are big Ospinall fans, but even bigger John Jones fans. So, really, it, it really is bomb a bumming, bumming to hear the news of that fight. I thought that if any other if any fight would have been canceled, it would have been like the Pereira Blahovich fight. But here mm-hmm. we are, John Jones getting hurt, which I wouldn't have expected in a million years. But yeah, I guess yeah, I'm, I'm assuming you meant Pereira and. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, Yuri. Pro, Pro Hoshka, yeah. yeah. I said Blahovich, didn't I? Yeah, you got the old fight, yeah. yeah. Couple cards behind, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I won't tell you what happens, but um, spoiler <laughs> alert, Charles Olivier can't, um, has to pull out of his fight scheduled with Makachev. Mm-hmm. 
and there's a surprise fighter who um, steps in on short notice. I heard he's stepping in for uh, John Jones. Oh, so you know that much, but you don't know who's fighting in a couple weekends? Yeah, I like to skip around the program. Oh, okay, I understand. You read chapter two, then you read chapter seven, then you'll go back to chapter four. I'll go to chapter one. Nice. Fun stuff. Yeah, it really keeps me on my toes. Yeah, I can imagine. But, um, well, I mean, I guess that's really it. Like I said, no, if UFC this weekend, which is usually what we'll kind of um, take up a majority of these episodes, at least if we cover the whole card. But, um, yeah, NCAA, NCAA, NCAA football, NFL coming on this weekend. Uh, NBA started. We're pretty excited. And Formula One to look out for this weekend. And, oh, let's cover this one last thing before we forget. Um, Fight of the Century, not really. Fury versus Nganu. Um, yeah, this uh, Nganu's chasing the bag. Don't blame him. Uh, gotta get us some one thing he was mad at UFC for. So he takes a um, super fight against Tom Fury. Oh, I'm sorry, Tyson Fury. Tommy Fury. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, I, I, for some reason, I actually had Tom Aspinall's picture in my head when I said it. <laughs> so that's why I got a little confused. But um, the same person. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, I would say it should be an interesting fight. Obviously, you got to look out for the Francis and Ganu power, but with the bigger gloves on, I can't imagine he's going to be able to deal as much damage as he was able to in the UFC with those lighter gloves. Um, the technicality of Fury is probably going to shine bright here. Um, but like I said, this is kind of a money fight for both these guys. I can't imagine. Um, and Ganu's going to, I don't know how many rounds it is. That's another interesting thing. Um, but I can't imagine Ganu's going to last too long. Uh, Fury, I can't imagine he's going to go too hard considering he already accepted another fight for next year. But, um, yeah, obviously I have to go Fury here. Um, I also imagine he's probably going to knock Nganu down probably a couple of times. Um, like I said, I, I just imagine Nganu's stamina is going to drain uh, much quicker than it than it has in the UFC, unless he's been doing some remarkable training. But, um, yeah, like I said, boxing is a whole different game than you, um, than MMA. And I think Nganu's about to uh, be in for not too rude of an awakening, but I think he's going to, you know, he's in it for the money at the end of the day. So... Um, yeah, I mean, should MMA, still be fun to watch. MMA and boxing are, I mean, honestly, completely different sports as a whole. Uh, I mean, thanks, Booger. Yeah, you're you got. I mean, sure, they're both combat sports. I think, and the reason I say that, Zach, is because I think a lot of people kind of tend to think that they're similar, which I guess in a way they are. But mm, there's a lot. Of, I mean. If this fight was in the octagon, I mean, there's no doubt who would win this fight. But if this fight, since this fight's not in the octagon, there's also no doubt who's going to win this fight. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Two-way street. Exactly. But um, that's all I have for Stay stuff that's here. happening this weekend. All that's right. All well, got. yeah, a little bit of a shorter episode. But, um, yeah, I hope you all enjoyed. As always, I'm Zach. Um, here's Peyton. Yep. Um. Happy to bring you on another episode of the Easy Peasy Show. And as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you all, as always. And we'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Thank you all. Peace.